0: Saw it down so she could rest. She lit a cigarette and asked which podcast I like.
1: Okay, well, Kristen, we have a very special guest this episode. I know. He just appeared out (laughs) of nowhere. (laughs) So who do we have tonight?
0: Well, we have uh, John Neal here with us. And who's that? Well, he's a retired college football coach, and he's my dad.
2: Hey, (laughs) awesome. Hi. Welcome to our show. Thanks. Good to be here. It's good to be in Atlanta and see my kids.
0: I guess we'll just start with what we ask our guests. Do you remember what the first thing that really scared you as a kid
2: was? Yeah, I do. I uh was riding down the street on a bicycle and some girls were playing jump rope and they pulled the jump rope on me and I hit it and I fell into the street and I looked up and the street cleaner was coming at me. Oh my me. gosh. And I looked up at the street cleaner and I, I'll never forget it, because I really thought I was in danger. And the, the street cleaner was probably like that Austin Powers movies where, <laughs> where that steamroller was coming out of me. He was going, no, but he was a mile away. Uh-huh. But in my mind, I thought the thing was uh, right on top of me. And I always had a fear of street cleaners after that. Oh my gosh. That's I used to a- call them street, uh, streeter beepers or beeper streepers or something when I was a kid. But yeah, I did. I remember I've never even while. seen
0: a street cleaner in real life. Yeah,
2: they still, they're still come around
0: okay yeah especially big cities that's a strange fear
1: well that's also very on brand for
2: this movie too yeah 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 well girls are very dangerous i learned that very young
0: <laughs> that's what oh that's that so there's twofold to that yeah the truck and then also girls are scary were you that
1: triggered watching the movie during the, <laughs> the little truck truck yeah yeah
2: yeah well the scary part of that movie was the first time that the truck went by <laughs> and, right, and I just maybe I was falling asleep a little bit, but the thing wow, it startled me.
0: No, that scared Chris when we watched the trailer originally. Remember? Yeah,
2: right. it was a little different. It was a you know two lane road that had no room for air for a gigantic truck going sixty five miles an hour. It's right. <laughs> right. like don't back up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you uh. have read a lot of like Stephen King, right? Right. You've read a good amount. I You've know. seen most of the movies, but you had somehow never seen the original Pet Cemetery movie.
2: No, I watched it because, you know, you guys being interested in, in your show and, and doing the research for these movies and stuff, and and I was in the mood, and I'm retired. So if I wasted <laughs> two hours of my life, it's not as bad as it used to be.
0: <laughs> and so do you feel like you wasted two hours of
2: your life? <laughs> no, I don't. I I love Stephen King. I, uh-huh. I love his, you know, the, the, the different worlds he creates. And so sometimes I really enjoy going into the deeper, darkest part of his worlds, and... Um, and he's probably the only one, I Dean Koontz, once in a while, I'll read mm-hmm. as that same kind of genre where you're, you're just in the dark. And in that this book is as dark as you get. And I didn't read the book. So I did watch the first movie because of your podcast and uh-huh. I wanted to hear what you said. And by no means that I know they were making a second, you know, more clever one.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. We already have oh, a clue yeah. of how he felt about...
2: Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But so you had said that when you originally, when you started in the first one, you got to the point where you kind of figured maybe the boy was going to get hit by a truck you turned it off.
2: You yeah, didn't even I want did. to get... No, I didn't want to. Yeah. That was that was like, come on. And you thought, on the other hand, to make it as scary as you can, I mean, the kid's got to get hit. Right. You know, and so I, I, but I didn't watch it later by myself because your mom was with me, too, and she didn't want to see it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, so... I watched the end of it and really the first part was more interesting to this than the second part anyway.
0: Oh, okay. He, he probably would like the book then. I, I've only read about half, but I think it goes much more into Lewis's brain and what's going on with him and how he's reacting to these things going around him.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like Chris had said, it's more of a psychological thriller. Right. And then the end just kind of goes bananas. Right, Chris?
2: Right, yeah. 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 I thought the... Both actors, the television—I call them a television story—because <laughs> it looked like a made-for-TV movie. Now this second version that you know had two directors, I figured right. hey, they got to be—it's got to be better. It had, I think, two quality actors. You know, yeah. John. There's no one better than John Lithgow. You know, he's in a movie, you better watch it because he's—he's going to be great. The second version, I just—I I thought it was a much cleaner, crisper movie, and. Uh, up and g- again until the the second the last part of it, then it's just all right. I go get popcorn. <laughs>
1: seems like the either way, the the last half of either movie kind of loses you a little bit. Yeah. Is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, and like I said, I I after the kid got hit, I turned it off. I turned it off actually before he he got hit, and then I came back <laughs> and kind of watched it to see what in the world was going to happen. I didn't have I didn't know this movie what I mean the story whatsoever right. when I watched the first one. You know so. Obviously, the second one's got to follow that, but um, I did finish it, and uh, I was excited actually to see the second one and compare the two, and that was that was the most fun about the movie. They're very comparable, you know, like any good movie like that. If you can make Pet Cemetery Two. And it's set up to do that. So, and there is a pet cemetery too, isn't there? Anyway, <laughs> there is. Yeah. Yes. It but is right?
1: Wonderful. It's, yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, I dare you yeah. to watch that one. Let's yeah. See how far you make it.
2: Yeah. That I,
0: would I be a, that'd be a good test if you haven't seen Pet Cemetery too. Let us know how far you can make it before you turn
2: it off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because there, I had to turn it off about four or five times. Really? It was so bad, yeah. but I finished it.
2: Well, maybe that's the challenge of the two directors and writers is to make. Pet Cemetery 2 like The Godfather Part 2 you know <laughs> the greatest wonder, the greatest sequel of all time is The Godfather Part 2 or is it the new Pet Cemetery 2 <laughs> it's going to be a battle I'm royal. sure it be, it'll
1: be close
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'll be real close maybe like an Al Pacino to play of, a zombie oh that'd be great
0: <laughs> so I wonder if they will do a second one especially in this I mean did you, you saw a Quiet Place right yeah and they're planning on doing a sequel to that Oh, so maybe they will The Quiet Place was good it was really good
2: I mean, like, really well directed because it had to be
0: quiet. Yes. There's no noise
1: in the show. Did y'all see there's a, a movie on Netflix now that's it's called, like, The quiet. Silence? Yeah. It's the same thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it looks, oh. it looks bad.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it's something they filmed a while ago and then A the Quiet Place came out and they're like, oh, no.
0: I wonder about that, too, how these things happen because there was another one recently that was like that. Like, well, it's kind of... Bird Box, Bird Box was similar. Bird Box
1: I guess, yeah, but Sight, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, there's not been very many different zombie movies either. So it's just, it's just, you know, it's like any movie. You go to the, in the old days when we went to Blockbuster, they had sections of movies, you know, and like some people, they only go to those sections. People will go see Prison. Pet Cemetery too <laughs> because it's a scary, that's the genre they like, you know, and some people go see drama, some people see comedy. And uh, so there's always going to be a, if you can make a movie for whatever that budget is and find that group of people that will rent it later or buy it you you can make a profit on a movie
0: I am a little tired of the apocalyptic movies it is getting a bit much because I think I saw that The Silence and there's another one on there that's like a zombie type movie Do you see that one that's on Netflix uh, yeah
1: I think I know what you mean yeah.
0: and then but then there's the new um, you see the trailer for the new Jim Jarmusch zombie
1: movie I've heard about it um,
0: and so it's got Bill Murray, Adam Driver, but it's a zombie movie, yeah. but by Jim Jarmusch. It's crazy. Mm. I do want to see that, but it's just- Well, uh, again,
2: anything Bill Murray's in, you'd have to kind of pay attention to see, because he's not going to just make anything.
0: Well, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's an interesting phenomenon. And that this has only been in like your lifetime that mm-hmm. zombies have existed. I mean, vampires have been around forever. Well, I guess the idea of something coming back to life is probably pretty ancient. <laughs> But the like the modern zombie that George Romero made.
2: Yeah, I mean that uh, the Not a Living Dead is. when I was a kid. I don't remember yeah. how old I was when that came out. But that's still absolutely the best one ever made. It's very good. And for any, it's just a great movie. It's not just a great zombie movie. It's a great movie. I it mean, is. and it has everything. It has the drama, the fear, the the heroic, and then it has an amazing ending. That is, you know, when they go all of a sudden a live version of the movie, like it's on TV and you know, the hero gets killed and it's like, and it ends and you just go, what? Yeah. But there was believability to it. And again, I, I'll, I'll rewatch that movie. I watched that movie at an older age in a theater. And I remember it must've been a little kid or something walking down the aisle. And I looked back and I went, <laughs> ah, what was that thing? I thought it was like one of those, you know, people that walk on their hands and feet at the same time. Cause I thought, what is a little kid doing in here? And um and that was in that was not that long ago. In fact, that was in Birmingham. We we watched that movie. Oh, that's it was Like cool. a fifty cent movie or yeah. something.
0: Well, that's that was the original kind of idea of the little kid killing the parent. Yeah. that was that's that very similar. I didn't think about that because you know, like in the end of *Line of Living Dead*, the little girl comes back and kills her mom. Very similar to the end of this *New Pet Cemetery*. Yeah. I didn't think about that.
2: Yeah.
1: I do know that the original idea to direct *Pet Cemetery*, they. Stephen King originally wanted George Romero, you know the guy from. Oh, he did. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, they're, he's a huge fan. So maybe yeah. he did get some of that from.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. a guy like Stephen King would recognize something that's great, you know, because he's he's one of the, you know he's one of our greatest of all time, you know, and still writing, still writing. I mean, still amazing. And I still think I saw him in my hometown in Mountain View at a restaurant at the window, talking to somebody. And I went by him twice, and I looked, and I said, "Stephen King." I was with my mom. I don't know if she knew who Stephen King was, but um, I walked by twice, and boy, did I want to go in there and say something. But it still helped. With, with, I don't know if it was, but I think it was. I really do.
1: He's pretty distinctive looking. You know? Oh, he's very. I mean, yeah, yeah
2: he's yeah. He, he doesn't look like your average common man, and just but You know, it's, you know, I'm always the type that don't, I don't want to bother, you know, people like that. Just, hey, there he is. Great. Let's go. Let's move. (laughs) All right. We saw him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, so you saw one of the scariest movies of all time, The Exorcist in the movie theater.
2: Right. Yeah. Did you
0: have any, like, it wasn't like how it is today where you can read a bunch of reviews before the movie came out and stuff, was it? Or did you have any idea what you're going into?
2: That movie was um, a million times more. known when it first came out and everyone was curious so back then you don't wait for the you know you go to the movie and your mom and i went to it in san jose it it was one of the first big movie theaters where you paid actually five bucks instead of three bucks for movies. it's like five bucks for a movie because it's a big theater right and we had to wait in line and it was everyone was there it was completely sold out we got in and and after the movie because that movie changed me that movie was that's the you know when it comes down to absolutely the scariest movie I've ever seen because it affects you um, in your faith inside yourself where you know once in a while you get challenged and that one challenged me, and I started on the way. I, I, or that night or something, I started acting like that voice. You know, <laughs> I started doing the voice, and your mom slapped me right in the face. <laughs> I mean, hard, like bam, and I, I like shook me up. I went, well, I, but I was just. She goes, I'm that, and I realized it terrified her even maybe more than it did me. Right. But yeah, The Exorcist is still, you know, like like Night of the Living Den, There's a few of those that are. They're just better than ever.
0: Yeah, any other
2: movie it's just hard to make another one as good they are the what you call the best of the best
0: did you ever listen to that podcast I told you to listen to uh, called first the the first season was called Inside Psycho and the second season was called Inside the Exorcist oh no no okay uh-uh. did, did you no Ugh.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> so but it, they're so good the first one and so the way they tell the story too is really good it's, it's almost like it's inside Alfred Hitchcock's Uh, mind and what he's going through and but then they also tell the story of how the movie came about like with Psycho um that was the first time like if you were late to the movie you could not get in Mm. because they didn't want that secret to come out right right about the the twist Mm. about Janet Lee, and it was it's so good and then the second one is inside the Exorcist and so they talk about what's going on in William Frederick's head is that his name William Frederick
1: Uh, like yeah Friedrich I think
0: and who and,
1: is certifiable, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that.
0: Oh, well, I mean, it's the story that they tell about him making the movie. And I mean, it's insane. Yeah. And, and then the Psycho one, they, like Alfred Hitchcock would have very vivid dreams about winning the Oscar. He really wanted the Oscar for the Psycho. And then when he got up there to accept the award, everybody in the audience was, it was uh, Norman Bates' mom. And he had these very vivid dreams. It's, anyway, it's fascinating. Yeah.
1: I mean, he was dreaming that everybody in the theater was Mrs. Bates. Yes.
0: Oh, really? Yes. And they well, both really wanted an Oscar. That's what's interesting about the William Friedrich, too. Is he really wanted an Oscar for this? And I don't know. But they're they're wonderful.
1: Well, yeah. I'll listen to it on the way home. How about that?
2: Well, you know the the people that listen to this that are interested, you know, the, the I think the biggest problem in the movie world is that people don't go back and. So they they think that like I know people that think that like Lethal Weapon's the best movie ever made oh, and right. it's a good movie we all know that but it's not the best movie ever made. When you guys talked about the three movies that we that were discussing and then ending with Psycho, there's not a better movie ever made. You know, directing and writing and acting and 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 then terrifying. Yeah. So you kind of go well. That's what people need to be educated on. Go watch something like that. And they say well it's, it's black and white. Now go good. Because there's no better, there's no scarier movie. I mean, I remember that one too. And it's just terrifying. I I know you asked me earlier about something that scared me, but the one that scared me as a movie when I was a kid was the scene in To Kill a Mockingbird when the girl was out in the uh, woods by herself and the wind picked up and she started hearing things and then the guy attacked her. Mm -hmm. That one bothered me. Yeah, I was a you know I was a kid. I was under ten years old, I'm sure, but and I remember watching it all by myself, and uh, that scared me. You know, so that's what's fun about something that's so fantastic—a movie that it can literally scare you to remember it for a long period of time. And it's not just blood and gore. I mean, there really wasn't any, even hardly any blood and gore in any of those movies. You know, it was hidden. It was somewhat it, you could tell. I mean, the the murder scene in the shower. But, you know, compared to what we saw yesterday, I mean, <laughs> knives are going in people and it's right. graphic and, you know, bones are being shown and all that. And I don't think that's the idea. It always has to be the idea that gruesomeness, the The better idea is can you make it gruesome without making it gruesome? And again, the, the shower scene probably made hundreds of directors, maybe thousands of directors better because they, they knew that was a standard, you know. That was a standard of of uh, camera performance and things like that that you know you better know as a director like steven um spielberg and the duel oh yeah you know i saw duel one day it was a tuesday night movie they used to have an abc tuesday night movie or something like that i don't remember what it was exactly but there's this movie called Duel, and I watched it, and I went, oh, it's one of my all-time f- greatest movies, you know, <laughs> again, and then you're reading, it's, it's Steven Spielberg. Yeah, was that's like, crazy
1: that his first big movie was a TV movie. Yeah,
2: he was like five when he made it. Five. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he, he was one of the, he was making movies when he was a little baby, I yeah. think.
1: But, I've never actually seen Duel. So oh, it's yeah. so good. I don't know how to even watch it. Is it on?
2: Uh, yeah, you can find Duel.
1: Oh, you can? Okay.
2: Yeah, and it's a director's, you know, you got to go. If you go to... Movie one hundred and one, you better have duel on there to watch how he did the the truck scenes. He used hundreds of camera angles and stuff like that, things that people weren't using back then. And he just he's way ahead of the game. No. But so
0: you haven't seen us yet, the movie?
2: No, it just came out right. Yeah,
0: I think you'd really like it. I, I would. It's much. Uh, it's much more of a true horror movie than Get Out was.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and there's just a lot of there's twists in that that weren't revealed in the trailer that were really cool. You know, I think you really I, like
2: it. I liked, I went to that one because Jordan Peele a comedian and I yeah. thought, God, this is a big step. So I, you know, you know the guy is extremely talented when you can, you know, go from one thing to another at a high, at that high level of, you know, entertainment. So, And I really liked it, again, until the end. The very end was just, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dumb. The dumb ending was a really, I thought a smart movie had, took me, actually, it took me a while to figure it out, and I started going, oh, I get it now, it took me a while. <laughs> but then at the end, I went, They did, I just wish they would end it a little different, because mm-hmm. it was, it could have been a like an a, an a movie, and I gave it like a B.
0: So you didn't like the ending? No, I thought That is like dumb. a tough thing with any, ending a TV show, ending a movie,
2: yeah, that's it's not Breaking Bad, the greatest ending of all time. <laughs> well, see, we
0: talked about that too. Or I, I would have preferred a, even a more, less tidy ending to Breaking Bad, uh, just because the movie, the show was so messy. It just tied up too nicely for me. Uh, yeah. I would have liked a little more mess.
2: Yeah, I was one of those fans of Breaking Bad that, you know, I, I almost became like a little childish fan of it. You know, so probably I'm biased on the ending although a 50 caliber machine gun coming out of the back of a you know <laughs> car and wiping it out was was outstanding and where's one guy got away unlike the movie yesterday good gosh oh right that was like I left with I just kept eating chocolate, you know, because it made me feel good. Comforted. Because nobody's, I mean, well, there's one survivor. We don't want to give that away, but that leads to Pet Well, yeah, Cemetery, but if you, if you
1: think about the original, the first scene, we realized that, you know, they show the bloody handprint on the door, so it doesn't look like he uh, made it. Not to ruin it for oh,
2: him. I, but I thought the bloody handprints were already, you know, going from the ha- one the burning house to the well, it his farmhouse. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think it was the kid at all. Yeah. So one. he's fine.
1: He's fine. Yeah, yeah. a
2: little boy. I mean, if you can say that, but. He's he hey you know what he I think he probably didn't sorry, cemetery too he probably started the car up and drove away and then came back later as an adult and then he found it all and and who knows
0: It's like the haunting of Hill House he'll grow up to be the writer and he'll yeah. write that cemetery, and then he'll come back, and then it'll happen over all over again. Yeah, that was a,
2: I, You got me to watch all these. That's why the people listen to your podcast. I'm just like an average fan of this, but Kristen and Chris have gotten into it. So you know, that's another that that's an outstanding story.
0: Yeah, I don't when think it, you're an average fan. You have seen a lot of movies, yeah, really well. Well, we w- f- used
2: to go to movies once a week, and we used to go to the drive-ins, mm-hmm. and I wrote a. I wrote a short story once about the drive-ins and it was actually I I reread it and I went that's really good. I know it is. It was it was really good and uh, it kind of had rhymes and stuff to it. And it was a
1: What was the story about?
2: Well, about going to the drive-ins and it was it started when, when I was a kid when we used to go to the drive-ins in my dad's Chevy um, station wagon and turn it around and so the station wagon was facing the opposite way and we would lay in the back of the mm-hmm. station wagon looking back my dad put the, the deals and never buys popcorn or anything because he's so tight but um, all the other kids would get popcorn and we just sat there but no when we, that's when we started watching movies and then I talked about where we went out and we became astronauts spinning around in the in the round deal where you push the round deal around and around and roundabout, whatever it's called. The, and, and we would, that thing would go 800 miles an hour. We'd jump off swings from probably as...
0: Oh, because there was I like a playground. You, yeah, a in playground. The, that's what you did. In the drive.
2: You went to the drive and then you went to the playground. Yeah. And you went crazy. And then the, and then the movie started and it started with, you know, the... The um the messages that you get in your head that, you know, like the popcorn yeah. and, or a story. And they showed a, shoot a popcorn in there and it hit your head, you know, the subliminal stuff. And it was real. They did that. Mm-hmm. And I go, I want popcorn. And I went, why? Well, you just saw it, but you didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cartoon would come on. Always the cartoon before any movie would come on. And the cartoons were fabulous, you know. And I wrote about the dancing hot dogs and it kind of rhymed and uh and then just the memories and then as I got older we would go to the drive ins and I'm not older meaning that non non-driving older. Then we would go sit in the fence and the fence you could sit in between the fence hmm. and watch the movie and we'd turn up all the volume around it. Back then that there would be a guy, whoever ran the drive in, he would come and he had a flashlight. And he's always flashlighting around. He would go in if you, you know, would put people, extra people, in your car. Oh, he, would, yeah. he would come back and get you. So that led to the next thing. That's when we started going to the drive-ins, and then that was, you know, that's you know, the drinking and all kinds of things that it's hard to <laughs> share, share. I'll have to tell Chris this story, not my daughter, but that's when you did all that stuff, and when you were in your own car, and we'd put blankets in there and hide and have it. And then that we—that's when we saw the last house on the left. I
1: oh, can't believe wow. that's <laughs>
2: terrible. And all those movies were two movies. So you watched like the last house on the left, and um, you know whatever uh, was the second feature, and you'd watch them both, and and it became really fun. And then you know I had a short story about the one time where we all got in a car, and uh, there was one guy went through. And there was like five of us in the trunk. We opened up the back seat and all came. We got caught, and we went back. And the head guy made us go back in line mm-hmm. to pay. Well, we put everyone in but one person, so we only paid for one person. And what happened was the it, the girl got so confused giving us what money and who, but she ended up giving us like $20 back. And because <laughs> I don't say anything, let go. And so we ended up profiting like $20 and got like five guys in for free. And, and I don't know what we watched, but back then the drive-ins were, were it. They were really fun. I mean, that sounds so fun. Yeah. That was the, the, the thing to do.
1: Yeah. We missed out on that. I know. Yeah. Now you know I,
2: mean, I
0: I have memories of going to the drive-in, sit in the back yeah. and, and then we would fall asleep and then you guys watched the second feature, yeah. And I remember the playground and stuff, but that was like the end of it. And then it, they weren't around really yeah. anymore.
2: Well, and you got too old too. Mm. And now they—they're all malls, malls and apartment buildings. Yeah. And that is a sad deal because that the the, Ma, the Monta Vista's where I grew up, Mountain View, Monta Vista, and um, the Moffat theaters were huge deals. I like had one of them, the Monta Vista had one. Um, one uh, screen and then they built the other one the Moffat out by Moffat Field in California they built like five screens so you imagine the room that's Mm -hmm. Google headquarters right now oh wow Google owns all that and so we ain't there anymore and we used to man we used to all we used to go up one time we went this was in high school we went in and we went in where the marquee signs were and we changed all the (laughs) we changed (laughs) all the things and then the cops came and we ran for our lives. We got away. It's amazing we got away. I remember it running. California like Hillian. But wasn't, <laughs> yeah. what wasn't your but your dad was a cop? I know. What did that matter? <laughs> my brother was a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> my brother drug uh, not like a real drug dealer, but he, he sold marijuana. And I remember he sold. I saw it, and we had it called what a, a brick. You know, it was a brick of marijuana. Oh my about, gosh! It looked like it weighed a ton. You know, I just saw it. My brother Joe went up to Mendocino County. Yeah. Mendocino County Marijuana USA right Mm. and he went and lived with um this family and they were fishermen and pot growers Mm. way way back then but not like you know the the big ones that came out later way up in the hills and forests where you couldn't find them but they were true hippies I mean real deep hippies and and uh, I definitely wasn't a hippie. I wasn't a dope smoker. I wasn't gonna get in that world. I was an athlete, so I yeah. <laughs> dope no dope. And it was like, hey, look at that. I remember the first time I went into the house, <laughs> this lady, and she's actually a kind of attractive lady, a younger lady, was <laughs> making chocolate chip cookies and stirring the chocolate chip cookies. And I noticed she had hair under her arm, <laughs> long hair, and it had sweat on it. Uh-huh. And I was thinking the sweat's gonna drop in the cookies. And I'm gonna have to deal with it. So I never ate the cookies, but yeah. <laughs> Didn't you we also, were,
0: to also write a short story about what was the movie with um Dennis Hopper?
2: Well that was part of the drive in one. Okay.
0: Yeah,
2: it was it was that's when we were hiding in the fence. Okay and we yeah. were pretending like, you know, we were watching this mm-hmm. happen for real. That we were looking out, we just happened to be seeing these bikers and, and the and this incident happened. But the point was obviously we were just watching a movie, yeah, and was just a, how that stuff came alive mm-hmm. for us. Easy writer, is that what Easy writer, we were... yeah, oh,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. You are you're a great writer and an artist. You can can draw yeah. and you can paint.
2: Well, let's take great off.
0: No, <laughs> it is. And now you're woodworking. Yeah. So you could have a whole other career um, as an artist in your in your retirement. Yeah, I
2: built a planter box that cost me about a hundred bucks, and I think I could sell it for five hundred. Yeah,
0: you definitely could. Yeah, but. Well, and also you are a big true crime fan. I don't know if you know that, but you are. Yeah, I am. Well,
2: I, dad was a cop, no cops and, and your your youngest sister is a cop now and yeah. she's been a cop for four I mean a real police officer for 4 days that now. That's so crazy.
1: You know? I can't get over that. Yeah. <laughs> you have it to just, keep me updated on all her stories. Yeah.
2: Well, I've woke up every night thinking about her. Oh. Every night, you know. And I've seen her training. I know she what she wants to do, but you know, we're not in a great climate for police officers, but in Oregon, you know, it's not bad. You yeah. know, it's not racially divided, and where there's some of that going on, most of it is divided by methamphetamine use, and that that just makes people crazy.
0: I know. Yeah. They eat people's faces. It does, you and have it to be makes careful.
2: them. It makes them steal. It makes them become criminals too, because they want they have to have that need. That's almost like a zombie.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a
2: zombie. Zombies eat people. Meth, meth people get things so they can. That stuff can eat them.
0: We recently, both of us, just read uh, "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," which was about the Golden State Killer. I
2: read it. Yeah, yeah. I read it. Uh
0: huh. And that, and was... ironically,
2: independently, I I always have enjoyed true crime. You know, and 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 I, what interests me most about true crime now is the 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 it moment. Yeah, where they they find that. It uh oh, here is the evidence that finally points. And the one that's going to be interesting coming out now is the Central Park Five because right. I didn't know those kids were innocent,
0: yeah,
2: uh, until the other day. And why and who, you know who's directing it, yeah, did you read that? I mean, the greatest maybe documentary person's daughter, but Ken Burns's daughter is, is the person that's uh oh,
0: you mean so the documentary because the there's, there's the, the movie coming out by oh. Ava oh. DuVernay, and that's going to be coming right to Netflix, and it looks Really oh. good. And it, so it tells the story of them as the kids. And then there's actors that play them as kids and older.
2: Oh. Um, it looks really good. Yeah. And it's that, that one's a, I'm interested in that because how do you screw it up? But how do you screw up the facts? I mean, the facts are facts. I mean, how in the world were they convicted and they were innocent? I don't get it. I mean, all those. You know the one about the um, the making a murder. That yeah. one, the problem with the making the murder is, is I I'm reading it every day or every episode. At the end, they did a phenomenal job of making you not sure who did it. Phenomenal job. I never knew until I went back and I did the kind of the more research. And I went ah well they just left out stuff.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they I- left
2: out no question in my mind. Now that they did it no question it's like Michael Jackson I saw a deal on him a you long watched time Finding ago Nem- oh oh no no I didn't watch that one I watched it I go he's completely guilty it's not even close in my mind right in my mm-hmm. mind what does it matter but he's totally guilty and uh, from the evidence that I you know see and on some show a TV show and then it co- the other one came out and I was like yeah the guy did it I mean his sister admitted it she knew it
0: I know and that's when I went oh, well,
2: there. you know and it's too bad, but yeah. Well, that's the that's a whole nother world. But that's when you get into the world of celebrity and power, and you know your own invincibility. That none of us know until you reach some sort of power, where everywhere you go, you are treated differently than the rest of oh, us. Oh yeah, I can't and imagine. You, and you, and I know it changed. I've seen it change some of my coaching friends that went from being guys like me to actually what you'd call famous and or rich or both. And they totally change. I've not seen one that hasn't. They all change. And this might be narcissism or power, or they just all of a sudden feel that like they're better than you are because the people they hang around with now are not guys that, you know, are talking on podcasts, you know, <laughs> like us, just having fun and, and, you know, more real life people. You, you, I have a true story about John Grisham. When I coached uh, football. Oh, yeah, he lived near us. Mm -hmm. And John Grisham, when I first went there, someone said, hey, there's this local writer and he's really good. And so I went to the bookstore and um, his first novel, no, his second one, not his first one, his second novel, there must have been a thousand paperback copies, literally a thousand. This is a town of nothing other Mm -hmm. than the university. And I started reading it, the firm, and uh, fell in love with it. Love the firm, mm-hmm. and then of course Tom Cruise made the movie and so on. Well, I met him because Caitlin,
1: yeah, and his daughter, were the same age, yeah. and
2: they went to the same school. And the first time I met him, he was uh, and his wife were very involved in the school system, and um, he was hosting a fundraiser. That's John Grisham, right? Well, then he made the firm, and. He made, you know, that movie made $150 million. You know, that made that well over the $100 million mark. Well, went to a party, a birthday party at his house. And I sat down in his home and talked to him. We weren't friends or nothing, believe me. He's, you know, because I was a coach at that old Miss. You know, he probably had a little interest in what I was doing, but because he liked sports. So then after that, I never saw him again. Hmm. And then he made the next one, he made another hundred, that movie made another 150 million. Then he, I read an article and then he moved to like Virginia. And I read what he said was, I couldn't go out of the house anymore. I can't go anywhere without being recognized. And then he said, because you know, the amount of money he was making that he was fearful for his children.
0: Hmm. All right, well, anything else? We want to talk about?
2: I don't
1: think so.
0: This will be Sometimes
2: John is Better. Yeah.
1: Do you have any <laughs> uh, movies you want us to cover? Or do episodes? Well, from? I'd
2: go, you know, if you haven't done it, it sounds like you've done The Exorcist, you've done yeah, Psycho. No, Or you haven't. No. I mean, the, he, the, he's
0: a real fan, but he doesn't know what movies we've done.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a fan of you guys. <laughs> I know, you know, I know. Um, Night of the Living Dead. You know, though I, I, would, I would almost go back and start with all of those over again so your audience can go and compare that these are... You know, you're not wasting your time watching these. If you really are a, a movie buff and really like this genre, then those are the things to start with. Because then you'll see why we have you have a podcast. Yeah. And you're talking about movies and directing people into seeing something that is really worth their while. And instead of just, you know, just kind of leveling out and accepting any movie, I don't think you should. I but don't. that's
0: hard with horror, too, People who don't like horror just assume that a lot of horror movies are bad. But that's how it is with any movie genre. Right. I mean, there's bad movies of every genre. But for some reason, I think horror movies get, maybe because they are so like over the top. And right. when they're bad, they're really bad. I, I won't watch
2: one unless I, I, I I'll, I'll use the Rotten Tomato deal. Yeah, I, I look at both sides, you know, the critics and the fans, and because care, I care more about what the people say. Hmm. You know, because if they're entertained, and they had fun. Who cares? It's like wine, right? I don't care. I like. I, <laughs> no one's going to tell, tell me, I that's a four hundred dollar glass of wine. I'm supposed to like it. I might not. Yeah. So I, I like what the people like. You guys have to say that rather than some writer that. Uh, critic something maybe for his own prejudice or maybe he's watched too many movies
0: yeah sometimes you need to just watch it for yourself yeah. or like I would trust if Chris said no you really need to watch it well except yeah. Pet Cemetery too. never yeah. mind I don't
2: trust you Chris <laughs> well I'm going to watch Heredity Hereditary. Okay, now that is what is it? Hereditary Hereditary yeah. because you guys recommend it and I'm going to take is... a deep breath I know I'm going to take a yeah. deep breath
1: it's very in the same vein as you know The Exorcist it's that yeah. type of movie well like
2: I said The Exorcist is phenomenal okay. you know
0: well, yeah, give it a go. Yeah. I mean, and I hope you're the ending is fairly mad bonkers. So yeah, I got you. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you ever see The Witch? You watched The Witch. I think I did. Okay. You and I usually have the same taste in
2: horror movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Good up. Good up.
2: All right. Good night or goodbye. Thanks for your time. Hope you all listen. All right. This is fun podcast. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.